All right. So this uh, last week we had talked about um, God playing out this uh, divine, almost love story, this different way of looking at uh, the creator, a different uh, perspective, a different analogy to his type of love and how he loves us. And so if you're uh, if you miss that or are interested in it, we'll, we'll put the podcast up early this week so you can listen along. This doesn't tie directly into it, although those who were here last week will like, I think, the, the correlation of how we're going into this. Um, I, I personally, are you, um, uh, there's so many times in life that we've got like uh, conditions attached to things. Uh, I remember getting gifts from uh, parents or friends or like a family member that came with this like, well, I'm giving this to you so that this happens. And you're like, so this is a bribe, not a gift then, right? Like a bribe. You're bribing me to do this or um, I, the, Amy and Mia and I watched, have like the Gilmore Girls on uh, the full DVD collection of all of them, if anyone's familiar with that. And there's a mother in there who loves to bribe, like, oh, you're in a tight spot. I'll lend you the money, but that means every Friday night you're mine for the rest of eternity. And you're just like, is that really a gift? Is that how it works? Uh, is that what's going on here? There seems to be conditions to our love, conditions to some of our friendships. Everything seems to have some sort of condition. And so this, this notion of unconditional, that there's something without that, is is different, is almost um, jarring to the way things work around us in society today. And so, I don't know about you, but I don't know if you can relate to having been given a conditional gift or if there's a conditional friendship in your life or relationship or work definitely has conditions. That's part of the deal. You get a paycheck for doing these things. It tends to stretch us. It's just when it starts to go into personal relationships and some of these other things, it's different. Um, and so when we start talking about God, uh, we tend to, um, we need to be careful that we're not applying these same conditions. Now, the divine, we know God gives us unconditional love. There's no conditions attached to his love for us. And I think we either got that or on a journey of getting that. And I think most of us are probably more on the journey of understanding this unconditional love. It's not based on my performance or me doing something for God. His love is beyond that. It doesn't have conditions attached. There's nothing I can do to make him love me more. There's nothing I can do to make him love me less. Uh, it's kind of a big deal. We say we got it, and even myself, it seems like this is unfolding year and year. I get it a little bit more, and you're like, okay, that's bigger than I thought. Um, but this isn't really what I wanted to talk about today. But I want to look at this conditional. The definition is subject to one or more conditions or requirements being met, made or granted on certain terms. Um, the thing that I think uh, is interesting that I want to look at unconditionally is uh, the fruits of the Spirit from God. I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm, I'm feeling a little off this morning. I'll, I'll get in this thing in a second here. We'll get going. Um, it's, it's, it's blessings from him. I think if we look through the scriptures, a ton of the New Testament talks about what's guaranteed from God to us, what's promised, what we can, what we can latch onto is actually an internal state, internal gifts. Not external. It's not, he doesn't promise us safety around every corner. He doesn't promise us only the best of days, no tears, more food than we can imagine. He doesn't, he doesn't give us these things. We'd love to have those attachments 
those promises. It doesn't mean he doesn't, he's not involved in, in, in doing that. But most of the New Testament promises are these internal things, or even uh, Galatians talks about the fruits of the Spirit, and we'll see so many of these are internal conditions that we can latch on to. Um, the thing that comes with it is that these are, these are free, and it says the Holy Spirit produces these in our life. They're available to all of us at all times. There's no conditions attached to this. Yet I think at times we start to attach conditions on both ends that can mess it up and uh, get in the way. So the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I would even, it's not a fruit of the Spirit, but another internal almost promise that we see kind of reflected through the New Testament, I would also say is uh, contentment. Is there's, and I think all of these together kind of create this contentment um, in our lives. But if we look at Galatians 5.14, where it starts to talk about this, I want to I look a little bit before the passage on the fruits of the Spirit and then get into it. Uh, we're looking at what the Scripture says about this first and then maybe how we're wrapping our mind around it and what we could do better, how we can be inspired today. It says the whole law comes down to this one instruction. Uh, and other parts say all the prophets, the law can be summed up, can be fully realized in love your neighbor as yourself. And if we jump to verse 16, it says, here's my instruction, walk in the Spirit and let the Spirit bring order to your life. And if you do, you'll never give in to your selfish and sinful cravings. For everything the flesh desires goes against the Spirit. And everything the spirit desires goes against the flesh or that selfish tendency to just want to control everything for us. Uh, it says, but when we are led by the spirit, we are no longer subject to the law. It's clear that our flesh entices us into practicing some of the most heinous acts. And there's a huge list that comes, but I want to look at just a couple here. Arguing, jealousy, anger, selfishness. I love how these are in the list of heinous acts, yet a part of our lives. But a part of our lives when we're living... I want to say even conditionally, or we're trying to control everything that's going on. And so we see this battle in these verses between the spirit and our flesh, us trying to make things go our way, or living by the spirit, which is going to be this more trusting the divine, walking with him, looking beyond ourselves, seeing what's going on. And it says that if we're led by the spirit, we're no longer subject to the law. And so I think we start to see scriptures taking us in this place where it's we depended on it completely at the beginning when the Ten Commandments are given, and we're slowly, God's getting us to trust the Holy Spirit on the inside of us and not just everything going according to whatever ten steps you want to add in your own life that we've said. If things go this way, then I can be peaceful, then I can be happy, then I know I'm on the right path. Uh, and I don't know about you, but so many times in life, whenever I've set up that that list of like, oh man, I hope it goes this way. It, it, I don't know if it's ever gone quite that way. Not that it hasn't gone good or I've enjoyed it, but I don't think it's ever gone according to my list of like what tomorrow is going to look like. If we read on in Galatians 5 verse 22, it says, but the Holy Spirit produces a different kind of fruit. Unconditional love, 